0: Okay, I'm back.
1: It's good to hear, because that's the first thing that was said after I pressed the button to go live.
0: Yay! <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even know you were going live.
2: Okay. Not timing. Yeah. It, it was
1: glorious timing. That works very well. So, welcome to <laughs> Hit and Abyss, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons campaign. My name is Crash. I will be your DM for the evening. Uh, I'm joined tonight by a bunch of awesome people, not all of whom will be playing in this session, some will be playing in the next session, but we've got Chris, Ellie, Jen, Millie, Eric and Cindy all hanging out, although only half of them will be uh, playing characters in this particular session. And with Millie back, I get... (laughs) (laughs) We all are privileged to encounter a page recap, even though, once again, this page recap will be for a session where Millie wasn't here. So I'm going to mute myself immediately after asking, what happened two weeks ago?
3: Okay, 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 okay. So, so, like, three weeks ago, so session before that one, we were like, poo, 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 and we beat a bunch of people, it was like, pow! But then we realized that Mr. Cat, the, the druid thing, um, The yeah, Mr. Cat the druid, I guess he's not a cat at the beginning, but whatever, um, he, uh, went into this cave, and it was like, oh no, but I was like, ugh, because, like, that whole battle, like, I didn't even, like, do the most damage that I was supposed to, I did, like, a weak spell that was supposed to be, like, boom, but it was more like, boop! And then, like, um... Um, then I got paralyzed the entire freaking time, and no one took care of me, so I just flopped around all around as much as I could while completely paralyzed, just in my mind, I was just screaming and flopping, it's beside the point, but no one paid attention to me, and so someone else took care of all the enemies instead of me, and then and the betrayal and it's just so horrible like why does this keep happening to us and so while I was trying to explain my grievances with the situation everyone else went into the dark cave of water and I was like I don't want to do this I'm having a day why can't Paige have a bad day and so then they did that and who knows what they did because all I know is after I had some time to get out my grievances and to like calm down and compose myself and to like you know, come to terms with the fact that, you know, sometimes the other party members need to have the spotlight during a fight page destroys. Them, and I have to respect that. And I have to understand that I decided to go after them to show my help and support. And then I went in and there was this big monster and it was like, Aah! and I was like, ah! so I was like, Pew! sickening radiance. And it was like, but then, but then right before I got to kill it because I came in all pew, and I did like tons of damage. It was about to die and it was going to be page days. Someone else stole my kill and killed it and it's not fair and I hate everything, but that's okay. That's okay because I still saved the day. And then, and then we used the ambulant, the amulet M that we got that everyone told me I was bad for using, but then we used it and we eventually got back to where we were supposed to. And then Fahim went to do things, and uh, Amara, that lady, is somewhere. But you know what? I helped. Paige helped. Paige's ambulance helped. Paige helped. That's that's it. That's
0: wow. amazing. Just,
1: just wow. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs>
1: I can't clap and hold my push talk button at the same time. But just so you know, I was clapping. <laughs> Good. <laughs> So there were a few other things that happened as well. Amara got the clearest complexion clearer than she ever wanted.
3: Paige liked her like that.
1: Clearer than anyone ever wanted.
3: I thought it was interesting. I'd like to know how my insides work like that.
1: It's not exactly something that one would want if you are the cleric of a trickster deity because you can't fool anyone. They can see right through you.
0: Uh (laughs) Ah. Oh, there you go. But, but she
1: went to the temple and got fixed up. So, you know, it was all good. Met someone who, who ranks kind of high in her particular order. disorder. So that was, that was a good conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Fahim took the druid, which is once again a cat, because, of course, that's something that we revisited upon the arch druid. Uh, which I'm going all, to say... Get
4: there as quick as you can, literally.
1: Yeah, so Fahim ran up the side of the office building that Secretary Nypreeze happens to be in. Because if you can do that, why wouldn't you do
2: that? In all (laughs) honesty. It's a more direct route than the stairs. Yeah, You you
1: were avoiding... You wanted to do social distancing and the stairs were crowded. (laughs) It works.
2: There you go. You go with what works.
1: Mm -hmm. You cannot argue with results. Actually, you can. You can argue very effectively about results. But... Never mind. Uh, So we are going to start up this particular session with. We're going to say everyone has caught up and is hanging out in Secretary Nightbreeze's office. So we're not going to RP Amara getting back over there and the rest of the party going up there. And Secretary Nightbreeze.
3: high when she enters.
1: Of, of course she does. <laughs> uh, we're not going to... argue.
4: That no one is shocked.
1: And, and we're not going to RP the very awkward moments where Secretary Nightbreeze and Fahim are just sort of like waiting there in his office for everyone else to catch up. Because I imagine
2: neither of them... He told us to hurry and I was the fastest.
1: Yeah. It, small talk is not necessarily a thing that I can see happening between these two individuals.
2: Yeah, I don't <laughs> see that either.
3: <laughs> kind of staring at the cat, like
2: Fahim grew up as the only child in a monastery. She does not know how to talk to people unless they speak fist. Secretary hey. Nightbreeze does not speak fist.
3: Paige speaks wing. <laughs>
1: That's something out there.
3: <laughs> wing verb.
1: Okay, uh, so you're all in Secretary Nightbreeze's office. A guard has been summoned, and currently they are holding on to a still unconscious cat, which I am going to say I'm going to say that's a wonderful gif that you have found, Cindy. (laughs) But (laughs) moving forward, boldly going forward because we can't find reverse. Um, Some guards have been brought in and they are currently guarding an unconscious cat, which I'm going to say looks very much like tartar sauce, otherwise known as grumpy cat. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the Archdruid, because it has not yet been an hour since the spell was cast. Uh, they are also looking kind of awkward, because they're guarding a cat.
2: <laughs> well, and if no, it makes no, them feel serious.
1: better, they can leave it in the bag. Oh, no, they left it in the bag.
4: <laughs> they they worry is if we're leaving it in the bag once the spell wears off, it's going to either oh, hurt him lot. That's going to be bad. Or ruin he'll be, my he'll bag be wearing a diaper. Maybe let's take him out of the <laughs>
1: <laughs> Amara likes her bag. Yeah, they they don't want to let the cat out of the bag, though. <laughs> Amara dumps the cat out of the bag. So, have you ever encountered a cat that, when sleeping, is kind of just, like, flopped? And like my you, cat? You, yeah. And you realize exactly hm. how rubbery their spine is? Yep. This is that situation. Cats are liquid. Well, yes, they yeah. do conform to the shape of whatever container they sit in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I once had a cat that liked to jump up on top of doors and she would drape her right legs over one side and her left legs over the other side and she was very she was a long-haired cat and the sides of her would just drape down on either side of the door like she yeah. was like she was a clock out of a salvador dolly painting <laughs>
2: oh,
0: wow <laughs>
1: And and we learned to always check the top of the door before closing it because if we didn't, we'd go to close it and there'd be some resistance and we'd hear, wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Look up and see, oh, wait. <laughs> the, the, there is a, a liquid cat on top of the door. Mm. Um, so there's a cat puddle on the floor that is currently under guard.
0: <laughs> My two guards did feel silly now. <laughs> Uh They
1: they have been feeling kind of silly since they were brought in and told to Uh guard a very dangerous sleeping cat. Right. Yes.
2: We promise you it's really an arch druid that can shapeshift into water.
1: (laughs) They stare at you and nod very slowly.
0: Maybe they just had to be there to understand that one.
2: No,
4: they are elves. Trust me, they do not care.
0: Okay. Mage, helped.
4: Secretary
1: Nightbreeze is halfway through face palming and then <laughs> mentions they also recognize you, Amara. They know whom you serve.
4: I know, I assumed. I will drop the polymorph concentrate.
1: There is now a sleeping druid on the floor.
2: Hmm. Well, it's nice The the guards don't look less awkward. I mean he was knocked unconscious by that tentacle creature.
0: Oh, that's right. I mean yes. certainly.
2: What was that
0: again?
1: Fahim here gave me some details. I'm uh, not
2: a zoologist, so I couldn't identify it. But. but any of us actually don't know the name of that thing? I don't
1: Amara I
4: would, because Amara oh. was told. Oh, okay. It was an... Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. It. it was mm-hmm. an abalith.
3: Does Paige know what an abalith is? Mm.
1: I, I <laughs> will you. allow Paige to make a history check.
3: Let me remember what my history score is. <laughs> Aha! Uh-huh. This is something I'm good with. 23.
1: Oh yeah, you know what abeloths are.
3: So, what are they? Because I don't.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, the doesn't know. That's they yeah. are a very ancient race that uh, once vied with things like illithids and old gods for domination of all that exists. They kind of fell out of favor uh, when the current crop of deities, actually a few crops before the current crop, but never mind about that, um, sprang up and overthrew them. They have very long memories. Their children inherit their memories, so they re- they still remember their fall from grace like it was yesterday. And they would like to return to that realm of glory. They think that'd be pretty cool. Uh, in the past, they've had things for servants that included but were not limited to, things like the Kraken.
3: Mm, the Kraken. Yeah, so, uh, you know, Paige goes, yeah uh, old god, old god, old, old, elder god, old. Betray, Kraken has.
1: I think the bird has something to say.
0: Generally, yes. <laughs> it's just a matter of interpretation at this point. <sharp> she doesn't stop talking. Abileth, <laughs> old god, elder
3: god, old, old god, old, old god. Want. Take over, used to want conquer world, but fell out favor. But now, uh, still wanting favor, um, using probably using Kraken to destroy current gods and land, so can take back over.
0: So we fought an old god. Mm-hmm. Oh my!
2: <laughs> that thing was easy to kill for a god.
0: Probably child. Are v- v- you v-
1: certain you, you killed it? I don't know. Where's the body?
2: I don't know. We didn't get a good look at General. It was mostly attacking us with tentacles until it stopped moving.
1: Well, if you didn't find a body, chances are you didn't kill it.
0: So that's going to be out there somewhere.
1: If I've learned anything from raising my child, you don't assume something is dead until you found its corpse. So many spiders. He shakes his head and never mind.
3: Paige was leaning in. (laughs)
4: understands him so much right now. (laughs) Amara gets it so much from dealing with them.
1: There's a reason why um, only when ascending was in the process of being used, so no vocalizations were necessary, Secretary Nightbreeze told you good job for banishing his child (laughs) 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 to a harmless demiplane for a minute or so.
2: Wow. When we went to track down the Archdruid, they were performing a ritual. We started fighting them. Most of them started running off. The Archdruid themselves turned into water and went into a cave that's mostly underwater. And it was when we followed the Archdruid in that cave that we got attacked by the Abolith.
1: Well, if they're as powerful as some feathered friends would say, there's a pretty good chance I will not ask the questions that have occurred to me.
2: I'm a professor.
1: I have additional questions.
2: It's it's true. She has a doctor, even though she doesn't act like it. Yep.
1: No, no. I work with many <laughs> scholars here in Skelvar. That is a bit of information that I am not questioning.
3: Paige pulls out her I'm a doctor library. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the one that scholars get. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs>
1: There's a little safety pin attached to it so she can wear it to the front of her clothing.
3: Put on my lapel. <laughs> it's
1: like when you go to a conference and they give you a badge that you can attach additional things to.
3: Yes, it has a little lanyard for my neck so I can wave it around. <laughs> there you go. it
1: has got several pins, most of which have tentacles or unspeakable horrors. There's three that are just look like severed hands.
3: Well, I had to get the right (laughs) flair. I
1: I love how the plot has moved forward so little.
3: (laughs) But the character development is strong.
1: In the 20 minutes that we've been recording, plot has moved forward at a snail's pace, but I'm enjoying this anyway. (laughs) Well, it seems to me that something you should probably do is seek out this aboleth and either verify that you have in fact killed it, or more likely find out where it's actually hiding so that we can put a stop to this. And by we, of course I mean you.
2: Mm -hmm. Is there something we can do to protect ourselves from the transparent skin thing?
1: Uh, the what now?
4: Why? (laughs) Um... Yes, it's decided... It apparently has the ability to turn your skin transparent... I saw
3: Amara's organs.
4: Yes, that was not fun. Um, And it it does hurt quite a lot. I have
1: many additional
4: questions.
1: (laughs) I'm probably going to have to ask you to write a full report.
4: I have already started working on it in my head.
0: I pull out my journal. Notes! (laughs) 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 Okay, she'll be occupied for at least five minutes.
3: Yeah, I, I walk over to that probably still upturned uh, filing cabinet and sit on it and start scribbling. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm writing down the report, and it's looking really nice, but in the margins I keep drawing us with like everyone doing stuff with big muscles. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's like she's five. <laughs> Surprisingly,
1: Fahim is very realistically rendered.
3: <laughs> because Fahim already has the muscles, that's why we work well.
1: <laughs> Ash's gunblade is three times as large as Ash, though. That, that's a little unusual. Yes. And for some reason, the word "bust" and the, hands M- the M- <laughs>
3: uh, sparkles around. And orc mom always has an angry face.
0: It's just a, yeah. It's either angry or very, very worried. Depending on what if the battle, she's probably angry. Yeah.
1: Even in a spot where Ork Mom is saying, I'm so proud of you, Ork Mom is saying it with a grumpy face.
0: She's, yeah. You know, half work. could happen.
3: Uh, the whole battle of me being paralyzed, uh, I draw me being viciously held down instead of being paralyzed because I want it to look cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> you want it to look cool? How about the two enemies I decapitated?
3: Yeah, I did that, but like I wasn't helpful. <laughs> I had to have a good reason.
1: Uh for that particular drawing, the words "Finish Him" were written in infernal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of One course. of the guards looks over your shoulder as you're drawing this and starts speaking in tongues. <laughs> 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 okay. So, while you're doing this, everyone give me a perception check.
0: Okay. This is no. never a bad thing. Hmm. I've got an eleven on the dice plus three for perception.
2: Twenty yeah, Three for Ash. Ash a total notices. of seventeen. Mm-hmm. It's perception.
0: mm-hmm.
2: Ooh, way worse. Eleven 20. for
1: a... Okay, so not on that twenty, but Paige gets a twenty. So everyone above twenty <laughs> hears a faint <clears throat> sound.
3: It wasn't Paige. Right yep,
1: ever. what was that? Everyone <laughs> above fifteen can look out the window and see some smoke rising from a building that's relatively close. Well, it feels like it's relatively close because it's so large. It, it's the large building in the what would have been the center of the city of Skelvar if you didn't have half of it flying in
4: the middle of the air. Oh, no.
3: Was it, Paige? What? What's <sighs> happening? I didn't oh, do no. it. Oh, no. Oh, what, no. What's that?
4: That's the tower.
3: Tower? Oh. Tower.
4: Oh, no uh i send a message to my mother where would your mom be the tower <laughs> oh what message do you send are you in the tower are you okay you get a reply
1: dwarves are attacking we'll try to get out i love you
0: what's happening Dwarves Betrayal! are attacking dwarves are attacking the tower what? how i thought they were not up here
1: you should probably go and check that out
2: right i Mars just got the gone. window on my
0: broom all right, I'm going to try to follow Amara.
1: Me too. Secretary Nightbreeze opens the window, for those of you who care to use the <laughs> <network
4: route.
0: laughs> Two of you can go out
4: the window.
1: <laughs> because what one of you has already demonstrated that that's the way you want to go how in. How
4: high up are we? Uh,
1: 23rd, 24th floor. Feet-wise? Uh, 230 feet.
4: Okay, uh, I grab Unka
0: mm-hmm.
4: and Dimension Door down to the ground.
0: Oh, that's always surprising when people do
2: that. Uh Deal themselves. Alright, so I'm running down the side of the building then.
3: I fly.
2: Ash is very angry and
4: runs down the stairs.
3: <laughs> he keeps getting stuck behind all the time. Aww. Can I carry Ash on my broom with me?
1: Your broom is technically a one sentient. Can being I fly the broom and trip
4: on my head?
3: Yeah, can I sit on Ash's head? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I would argue that with a very successful deck save, you might be able to make a controlled descent. Or, or I can
4: princess carry Ash.
0: Yes, there you go. Yes.
4: Can I go on
2: your back instead?
0: <laughs> princess Carrie are lost.
2: <laughs> all right, I can give you a piggyback ride. Piggyback. Oh. <laughs> this
1: okay, is not not, graceful at all. I will not require a roll for this. <laughs> if you were using the broom i would have required a roll and if failure would have required me to roll 23 d6 nope.
4: by the way it's 500 feet for a dimension door so i'll go to its limit as far along as we can go okay
1: so it comes to no surprise that when you get to the base of the tower there is uh, quite a collection of guards civilians if you see any are over to the side um picture if you will the fantasy version of an ambulance where they have a blanket wrapped over their shoulders and they're holding a cup of coffee because that is standard issue you get a blanket and a cup of coffee if you've been in any difficult situation that is the first round of treatment
3: so that means that Orc Bomb gets one every moment she's with me
4: <laughs> I think we all do love
3: it.
1: they did a study and they found the number of blankets that she deserves would have crushed her under their weight so
0: Aww. dang it, dang
1: it. And also, no one can drink that much coffee and live.
3: Try me. (laughs) Oh, no.
1: Well, apparently someone tried to give Brynn a triple espresso, and she chose to drink it. Um,
3: Oh, true. That was what I said. Yeah. right. And and it was declared that was
1: canon. (laughs) (laughs) EO did not disagree. He said, yeah, Brynn would drink that.
3: (laughs) Forgot that.
1: I did not, because I was uploading that episode
3: today. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know that I was just speaking thought to whatever.
1: (laughs) I appreciate my circle of friends, and I'm glad that you are all here for this. (laughs) But there are roadblocks set up, and several people look injured. What appear to be burn marks and scorch marks are prevalent. The front doors to the tower are blown apart and the interior looks stark and foreboding.
4: Do I see my mother at any of the... the uh, vic- Give me a perception check. Two seconds, let me see if I can boost this one a little bit, because of uh, oh, I didn't prepare enhanced abilities. Oh, guidance. I'll oh, guidance myself. 18 plus
1: 8, 17. Um, you do not see her or any of the people that she works closely with.
4: Okay, so I would know... I would know the school... Where the, where the school in this tower? Yes, I'm sorry. I would sh- Amara would know where the school is in this tower. Yes, um, which one? You would
3: know arcane your- arts.
4: arts,
1: right? <laughs> um, it it's kind of because of the various things that are used inside this tower. Things are not really a matter of okay. The arcane arts are in this wing on this floor things are kind of more evenly distributed throughout. Damn it. However, your mom tended to work maybe about halfway up. It's a big tower. <laughs> the largest one, would say. Yep. I mean, not as large as Raylith Academy, which is
3: P-A-O. slightly smaller P-A-O. than P-A-O. Academy. Paige turns to Ash and goes, want me fly there?
4: I'm assuming you meant Amara.
3: I thought you were looking for your mom.
4: Yeah, Amara's mother. Amara's oh, sorry, for her mom. I just knew
3: I heard voice.
4: <laughs> uh, okay.
3: So I yeah. turned to Amara. <laughs> <laughs> Want me fly?
4: She works about half- uh, Wrong wrong voice. <clears throat> she works about halfway.
3: There? I point in the correct, hopefully correct direction. <laughs> Give or take? Look like you?
4: Uh, yes, uh, except blonde- Blonde- uh, Blonde- 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 Blonde hair.
3: Okay, I fly up screaming, Blonde Amara Ma! Oh, no.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't give I could have given you her name!
3: I don't give names! Blonde <laughs> Amara
4: Amara will just shout, Her name is Leatra!
3: Lee! <laughs> this is the only thing. Um, yeah, so can I enter the, the windows, or am I going to have to like try and crash through, or can I use, like, a magic stone and just flick a pebble through to make a...
1: Well, first, give me a perception, perception.
3: check. Oh, God, am I going to run into a wall?
1: Well, Possibly. the walls are very obvious, so hopefully no.
3: <laughs> if if so, it's still going to be an amazing...
1: Title. I would only consider it if you crit fail. That is not a crit fail. That's a a four plus three. So I'm going to say, as you go up to the mid range, you look like a floor, floors above and floors floors below. You don't see anyone.
3: I turn over back over to Amaro. This floor
1: does it look like she's on roughly the right floor? Give or take. You you can barely hear like for, from that far away. You're hearing
3: this one.
0: <laughs> this
3: In- one?
1: Does the sides of the building
2: look s- sound?
1: Um, right now, except for right around the front doors, yes.
2: All right, then I'm probably running up and checking those floors, too.
1: Okay, some guards try to stop you.
4: Not a good idea. Fahim says no. <laughs> uh, oh, what's his name? Night, Night, Night Fae? Nope, Night, Night Breeze. The role Night Breeze has uh, sent us to assist. Her included. Let her pass. Uh, the guards
1: look at each other, and one of them sighs and goes, it's the ragtag band of adventurers.
3: Paige, helps! <laughs> Paige, helps.
1: We're all gonna die, aren't we? Yeah, most likely.
3: Paige, help, Paul!
1: Why did I, I wear mean, a red shirt rent. today? <laughs> of all the days for me to wear a red shirt, red today shirt. was that day. Why? <laughs> <laughs> They they wave you through.
2: Alright, so yeah, I'm gonna run up and check around the middle of the tower for Also as a point, is Paige flying or is she using her broom? I'm on broom. the broom. Okay. She
4: can't fly. her I was own. gonna say, can Kanku fly? No.
1: <laughs> no, no they can't and it's a very, <laughs> <boardroom. topic. laughs> it is a very boardroom. sore topic.
4: It is a very sore topic. Paige
2: is sad. <laughs> And I get oh, wow. the exact same role
1: as did. <laughs> Literally wow. the same role, four plus three. Yeah. Um, uh, the most either of you sees is some of the rooms that you can actually look through the w- windows for. Most of the windows, you know that they're a window, probably, but you can't see through them all. The ones that are translucent enough that you can see through, you might see some books that are on the floor. Like someone left in a hurry, some doors in the far ends of the room are open, but you
2: don't see any individuals.
3: Amara, Mom, in here?
2: I'll be shouting Liadra, or however it was pronounced.
4: Mom, Amara? (laughs) Uh, It's Liadra.
2: Liadra, sorry.
3: Can I fit my hedgehog through one of the windows?
1: Uh, The windows seem to be a solid crystal.
0: Uh, (gasps) Oh, no. Anyway.
1: So the answer is possibly, but Lulu would not appreciate being turned into a fine paste.
2: Oh. Uh.
1: If only there was some way to make a familiar be dismissed and reappear on the other side of something.
4: Yeah, like clicking
3: your fingers. Is that a thing I can do?
1: Yes. As long as you can see the point.
3: Then can I do that?
1: You can give it a try.
3: What do I have to do to give it a try?
4: Click your fingers. They disappear. (laughs) Click your fingers. Think where you. Go.
3: Okay, so I hold hands and I, I'm looking at her and I'm like, okay, you're going to look for a blonde Amara.
4: My god, blonde Amara. Blonde that's amazing.
3: Amara.
1: <laughs> Lulu gets a very serious expression and nods solemnly.
3: Okay, bring them to this window. Okay?
1: Lulu thinks hedgehogs are colorblind. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh! I'm going to take control of you once you get inside.
1: <laughs> You'll be colorblind. It's what fine. does blonde smell like?
3: Smells like amara.
1: <laughs> Lulu nods solemnly.
3: Okay, so I click him into the building.
1: Okay. Um you snap your fingers, they're dismissed. You snap your fingers again, they reappear on your side of the window, right up against the window, and start falling.
3: <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Oh, no. I clicked the, ham- <laughs> the hedgehog out of existence again.
1: <laughs> There's tiny little hedgehog scratch marks from its paws as it, it was sliding down.
4: Watching this, Amara's is just face palming. <laughs> it is I- possible
1: that Amara forgot that due to the nature of the studies of the various schools that take up residence in the giant central crystal tower... Uh, certain precautions have been made about teleporting in and out willy-nilly, because that leads to catastrophic failure events.
3: Okay, and then I re-click Lulu into my hands and put her back into my, my hood. <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: I'm
1: sorry. She is curled up into a small hedgehog ball and trembling slightly.
2: All right. If she can't even teleport a familiar through it, that defeats my plan of thinking I could break it with my fists, so... I mean, I'm
1: I'm willing to let you make an attempt. (laughs) You'll break your fists.
2: Yeah, no, if if it can block a magic teleport, I'm assuming that I don't want to punch it unless there are literally no other options.
3: Okay. I'm sad that I don't have any spell slots.
2: Uh, let's... Okay, they're
4: they're doing their thing. Let's, the three of us go work our way up.
3: Oh, good plan. Okay. Is there, like, a chimney I can go down or something?
4: Uh,
1: nope. there there are no. there's a pair of shattered double doors in the front of of the base of the building,
0: and I think that's where we're going in. Page size.
2: Yeah, I'm heading down the base and following them. Okay. Um. Now, so, what kind of building doesn't let you enter through the windows? Page a building size that movement. is the building
4: that is set up to teach elves the ways of all the arcane, all the old schools of magic. No fun. <laughs> Every school of magic is taught here.
1: The GM just thought of a school of magic that you might not want to advertise as being taught here, when there is a small <laughs> burb nearby.
4: Necromancy, yay! Necromancy and yeah. I need the the to arcane sp- art
2: of not exploding. I need
4: to actually speak to you, Aaron, about dunomancy potentially being taught here as well.
2: <laughs> well, I've thrown so
4: much other stuff
1: from Critical Role into this
4: campaign um it would, it would it would allow you to it would allow people to play those subclasses if they wanted to as well in your campaign they just have to be elves okay um so
1: you go through the double doors uh, well what's left of them the crystal walls have visible cracks and there's little bits of crystal on the ground that crunches under your feet as you go in um amara this disturbs you a lot more than it disturbs anyone else because you know how hard it is to damage that stuff mm-hmm. and when you enter the ground level your view is nothing but spectacular um the way this tower is built the walls are quite thick because they have all of the various rooms in them and there's Various spiraling staircases and stuff that are all going around on the inside. And there's walkways and mezzanines. But the inside of the tower is mostly hollow. With a central spire that comes up through the middle. That gives off a faint glowing light. And various crystals that are floating in some places. uh, Orbiting in others. Moving around in intricate patterns that... If you sat down and jotted everything out, you might be able to make sense of, but there are people with doctorates on just what's going on in here.
3: Can I do an Arcana check?
1: You
4: most certainly can.
3: Oh, wait, that's not the right chat.
4: I love how you describe the city I gave you. It's great. (laughs) Yeah, 24. He's done done so many good things with it. I'm so proud of him.
1: (laughs) Okay, so with a 24, now that's not a nat 20, that's a 17, but still over 20. Um, You do not understand everything that's going on here. You understand that you would have to take a considerable amount of time to begin to understand everything that's going on here. Uh Multiple schools of magic are being used in the center portion of this. You imagine that some crystals are storing energies. Some of them are radiating energies. Some of them are transforming some types of power into other types of power or powering something else. Um it's quite possible that this large central spire that's going up through the whole middle of the tower is part of, if not the main reason, why the city is able to fly.
3: Paige is, uh, very, um, is very sad that she has to keep walking.
1: <laughs> I assume she didn't get off the broom yet.
3: Oh, no, she's still in the broom. But, like, it's sad that she can't just, like, say, screw everyone else and get here. Bad.
1: Yeah, so um, understanding that that central spire is probably what's making the Flying City able to fly, it's a little disconcerting that you see a bunch of dwarves near the base carrying barrels.
4: Oh, no.
0: How did they even get here?
4: I don't know. I don't care. We have to stop them before they destroy.
3: Friends! Hi, friends! Okay, here we go. Paige, kill them!
0: Hi, friends! Okay. I'm going to befriend them all instead. So,
1: so you see uh, what you can see right now in the faint light that's given off by the spire, because any other light forms in here seem to ha- have been extinguished. Um, you see five dwarves who are dressed rather plainly. They're not wearing armor. They don't seem to be carrying weapons, which is a little weird. Um, but one of them... Currently has chains around his wrists and neck, and he's and he's being held by two others. There's only two dwarves that seem to be moving barrels back and forth.
3: But yeah, Paige, forward and goes. Hi, hi. Uh, what you doing here? Hi, I'm Paige. What's up?
0: Well, she can distract him at the very least. Um,
3: yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I, I, I'm trying to, you know. I'm just ready dragged. to cast magic the exact moment that I realize.
1: Okay, um, give me a strength saving throw.
3: Oh, do they throw crap at me? I'm not strong.
1: They might be throwing you. Mm.
3: Possible.
4: How many targets are going to chew? Is
1: oh not. God,
3: a negative one. <laughs> oh no!
1: That's a nat one. Okay. Um, I got
3: a negative one.
1: <laughs> you are going to take thirteen bludgeoning damage. Oh. And you are also grappled. You are encased oh. in water.
3: Why? <laughs> I mean, this,
1: this one dwarf...
3: I am going...
1: This one dwarf looked like they were trying to punch you, and you didn't really react to it too much because you were too far away for the punch to land. They've got short little arms. They're dwarves. Um Don't let Ulfgård hear me say that. Um, but <laughs> as it goes to punch you, its arm just turns into this watery form, and it flies out and engulfs you. Can I use you. My
3: Planet Needs Me?
1: Read what it, it My Planet Needs Me does specifically.
3: Okay. Once per short rest, when I take damage, I can use my reaction to engage and levitate without expelling any of the required components. In addition to the normal reasons for the spell to end, it will also end if I attack or cast another spell.
1: Okay. So, yes, you definitely can, and that will break the grapple.
3: So, yeah, now, now you have a floating, bowing page. <laughs>
1: <laughs> how many targets are there? Um, it's not a very target-rich environment. There are five targets if you include the one that is chained.
4: Exactly how many I needed. So, can I be within, try and get within 30 feet of all of them and do Bane at fifth level?
1: What does Bane do? Besides, uh, talk about how he was born in the darkness.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, in the darkness. Hold on, no, it you does need be to be 5th level. True is up to 3 creatures, so I need 5, so 3 plus an additional... Two, so hold on. Oh, it only needs to be 3rd level? Oh, it only needs to be 3rd level. Okay. No, oh, only needs to be 2nd level. No, yeah, 3rd oh. level. 3rd level. Sorry, I'm trying to... Tr- never used this spell on different levels before. 3rd <laughs> level Bane, and it hits 5 targets... Um, of your choosing that you can see within range, must make a charisma saving throw. Whenever, the targ- whenever that target fails this save uh, and makes an attack or saving throw before the spell ends, they must re- subtract the d d4 from any of their rolls. Okay, so... Just to get their attention, really. So I'm making saving throws then? Charisma saving throws for all five of them.
1: Okay, what's my target number? 16. Huh. Well... Um, When you use the Charisma Modifier, that makes the success a failure. Nice! That's a fail. That's a fail. That's a fail. And for the dwarf that is chained up, a success. Okay, so the one that looks like they got their attire from Hot Topic has succeeded the saving throw, but the rest of them have failed it. Of
3: course, okay. it's
1: that one. <laughs> Are we rolling initiative, or is this just free? Um, we're going to roll initiative as soon as we come back from the break, because we've almost been playing for an hour. I'm going to have one more thing happen. Okay. and then we're going to do a roll for initiative.
2: Um, yeah, I should probably wait till after the break then, because Fahim's going to target one of the ones moving barrels, assuming those are involved in the explosion somehow.
1: I'm going to say that you can definitely um, double move to get to those ba- barrels and those dwarfs before we roll for initiative. Okay. Um, so, the dwarfs that are holding the chain dwarf, um, both of them Yank on those chains really hard, and the rings that put those chains around the various limbs of this chain dwarf snap in half and fall to the ground. The dwarf yells, and it sounds like there's more than one throat making the yell.
3: Oh, that's good.
2: Oh, that's bad. (laughs) I I thought he was a prisoner, but it turns out he's their Incredible Hulk. Well, he is getting larger, and his skin is in fact
1: turning green, and his head just split into five parts. Oh
0: damn. Oh And he's it's got he a Hydra.
1: Hail, hail, the gang's all here. We're gonna oh, no. take a short break. We'll be back in five minutes. Hail <laughs> Hydra. That that that's the reference. That's what I was going
4: through. I know. That's why I was wow. saying it.
1: We are back, but not from outer space. That's a different campaign.
0: That is an entirely different game.
1: I'm going to ask for people to roll for initiative.
0: Oh, boy. I got a 16. My initiative is minus one, so I have a 15. Got an eight.
2: Got a total of 18. Amara? Oh, here we go. 18 is 16. Look, I don't have much key left because we never got a long rest.
0: We didn't. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: You decided to run off in, in search of you know whatever was happening to the tower instead of saying let's take a let's, let's yeah right. let's take care of loved ones instead of getting a long rest. Like, this would not happen in the Cobalt game. I can tell you that right now.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> are
1: different. The co- yeah, the Cobalt game. You were like, okay, well, on the other side of this giant crystal sphere is adventure. Let's take a nap.
0: <laughs> well, you know, Cobalts. <laughs>
1: Yes. Like, okay, so the moon is gone. It's our job to get it back. It's got a head start on us. Let's take a nap for eight hours before we continue. I mean, we could do a long rest in shifts while we're chasing after it, but no full stop. And long rest.
4: We caught up.
1: In fairness, you caught up and are on the moon right now. It's just not currently orbiting the planet that it's supposed to be orbiting.
0: Right.
4: I mean, even if we had left right there and then it wouldn't have been orbiting the planet. It was supposed to be true. And
1: it, And this is a, no, no, this is funnier situation, so Mm -hmm. it's all good. Um, Ash, there are five targets you can see. One of them is a bit bigger than the rest. (laughs) Can I just high noon
4: this? (laughs) High (laughs) noon.
1: I have have heard that on occasion Matt Mercer will play Overwatch,
4: and he will go on voice chat. And and, just say it's high noon. And (laughs) and And just freak everyone out? out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've seen... I've watched a video of them do it. It's great.
1: <laughs> I, I need to see that video. I don't play Overwatch, <laughs> and I don't watch Critical Role, but I I want that moment in my brain. Uh, I but will in case, it for you after this. In any case, it's Ash's turn. He's going first.
4: Okay, 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 okay. Uh, Ash is going to take his paper box and take two shots at the person one of the one of the ones walking with the barrels just to get them out of the way okay so I'll take i'm will i sure nothing bad shots.
1: will happen if you miss and hit the barrel
4: mm. especially not since i'm right up next to one of them as well i mean the thing is if i roll a natural one it doesn't fire and the gun jams it's,
1: it depends on how uh, much of a jerk that the
4: dm wants to be but yes that's true. Uh, one's a purple box is eleven, so one's a seventeen. One's a twenty-four. Uh, those will both hit.
1: Okay. Now let me know: is all that damage magical? Uh,
4: no, because you and I need what we're doing with my guns. Because I need to either get magical bullets or I need to find a way to make one of my guns is, magical. Isn't your gunblade magical? I thought your gunblade was magical. Gunblade is magical. That's a melee weapon with That's a five-foot reach.
1: It, it's a gun. That's blade. taller than Paige. I thought that had a range yep. attack
0: too.
4: No, no, it's it's the it's got the five foot reach on it, um, and when I crit, it fires the bullets right into their face and does a lot of fire damage. So you know,
1: this is changing what the DM thought the weapon did, but at the same time, it
2: sounds a lot more terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you get stabbed with the bayonet, then the shotgun goes off. Well, with that said, you did have two
1: hits. 18 Roll your points of piercing damage. 19, you said? Uh, 18. 18 points. Okay, that makes the math easier. Yeah, wa- we, need to sp- we need to speak to what we're doing with my guns. <laughs> There's a lot of water on the ground, but it doesn't seem to have taken a lot of damage. He doesn't even flinch. Okay.
2: I don't think these are dwarves. I think they're people trying to look like dwarves. They're the same thing we found in the
0: village. Oh, no. I okay. think someone's,
2: someone's trying to hooligan. ignite a war between the Tors and Elves. I think no. I remember their name. They're Sakuigas.
0: The hooligans. <laughs> you
1: got to tell talk, them to get off your lawn.
3: <laughs> I talk fish people at them. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs>
1: okay, Ariel.
3: <laughs> Paige has inspiration.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you made me laugh.
4: That gets you inspiration. Um, is that Ash's turn? Um, do I have, hold on, do I have, uh, yeah, I don't have action surge. Yeah.
1: Okay, Fahim, you're up. You have double moved. You are right in front of, I'm going to say, the one that
2: just got shot. All right. Trying to decide if I should spend a key point or not. I suppose I will. I still get three more. I'm not going to be stunning him, though.
1: Although I do remember at your level, your fists are considered magical.
2: Oh, yes, they've been magic for a while.
1: Yeah, Fahim gives the best back rubs.
3: <laughs> another reason Paige likes Fahim.
1: Granted, your spine might have several fractures afterwards.
3: All things.
2: The so first one there is so a not one. But then I got an 18, a 13, and another 18. The two 18s hit. All right.
4: Do the damage with your magical fists.
2: Rolled really poorly, but thank for the... Thank. Total 13 damage. Okay. It feels very much like you're
1: punching water, but you think there's something solid in there, too. Okay. All right. Next up is the the dwarf that now has five heads. And it helps if I'm looking at the right sheet. It gets as many bite attacks as it has heads. I love how that's oh, worded. jeez. Wow. Okay. It's going to rush forward and go after the being that's making the most noise, which, let's face it, is the one that is using a gun. Accurate. Yes. But rude.
0: It makes sense. (laughs) Accurate, but rude.
1: (laughs) Okay. That is a 21. Super hits. Um, That's also over 20. That's also over 20. That's an 18 on the die. Uh, That's a 10. Including it's to hit. And a dirty 20. So four hits.
2: (laughs) I've got backups.
1: (laughs) You take four. Someone's going to
2: have to cast heal on Chris.
4: I got it. I got it.
1: You take 40 points of piercing damage. Wow. Well then. You have a feeling like the heads are fighting each other to try to bite more of you.
4: Did they also add D4s to their attacks? No, they they succeeded. What's your AC? Uh, 16. Yeah, so all the ones that hit were
1: high enough that um, taking even four points off, they would have still hit. Okay. But thank you for reminding me. The DM will try to remember this. Which one succeeded? Because I know one of them succeeded. Oh, no. Four of them succeed. There, there was yes, one. five of them. Yeah, one rolled. Um, if I added its two hit, it got a 10. I rolled a two on the die.
4: <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean
1: the the bane. Which one succeeded? Oh. So we took a break, and it's longer than what's going <laughs> to show up in the recording. And I totally forgot about all this because reasons. Hot topic. Um, yeah. Which was the hydra okay so this thing that's attacking you right now is the one that succeeded its i
4: thought it was but i wasn't sure thank you yeah
1: if you hadn't reminded me i would have assumed that they all failed this is what, gotta this stay is what you get for being honest um you take 40 points of piercing damage that's which that's what you get
4: 100 percent. always play, play honest there we go the
1: fun if you like with that said what would amara like to do at this point Okay,
0: okay, okay, okay.
4: Um Amara would like to invoke duplicity. And her duplicate is going to run towards one of the ones one of the ones that are dealing with the barrels, and Amara's gonna run in the opposite direction. Okay. Um so they'll they should be sixty feet away from each other.
1: The DM is slightly
4: um, <laughs> and Amara is going to cast as her bonus. Um, what's it called? What's the What's the thing with the with the sword called? Spiritual weapon. That's the mm, one. That's it. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> At fourth level, uh, and it's going to go on the Hydra, and it's going to wow. You cut out
1: slightly there. So what I heard was it's going to wow.
4: It's going to whack the Hydra, um, and that's a dirty twenty that's gonna hit nice 2d8 to hit uh oh i rolled so poorly no <laughs> uh, that's eight points of force stamp. could be worse Could be a lot worse okay anything else um no
1: okay Onka.
0: okay um let's see how bad off is ash does he look like he's okay Ash is fine. Or not. He's fine? Okay, so don't have to worry about that. Um, I don't think anyone else...
1: This is a typical Saturday.
0: Well, <laughs> I guess. I mean, we've been in many battles at this point. Maybe I could kind of judge from looking at him if he's okay. Um, I'm at
2: 46 see. out of 90, but I still have my own health healing ability left. Same.
3: <sighs> so... And I'm at 47 out of 60. So glad I have 60.
4: And oh, my God. Up. <laughs> you would have died.
1: <laughs> there would have been just like okay. a pile of feathers.
3: <laughs> My attempt at diplomacy caused me to die. <laughs> oh no!
4: Well, you know what? It was an honorable way to go out. Right, I'm
0: gonna, Does um,
2: Paige look like she cares about honor? No, but that's not. what we'd say at her eulogy, at least. All
0: right, I'm going to cast Aid on um, everyone who just said they down some hit points. Three people, I can do at least. I can do three. And it uh, each target's hit point maximum and increased by five for the duration of the spell. The spell lasts eight hours. Um, takes one action.
4: Wait, don't we already have the ten up?
0: I don't know. Yeah,
1: you already cast eight once. Yeah, you, eight you already level. have ten. So, already okay,
0: going. so the timing of visit is still going, so I don't have to yeah. cast that yeah. Okay, I lost track of how much time had passed.
4: As far so, as I way. know. Because Amara doesn't have on because she had a long rest. Yeah. Ash does. Okay. <laughs> it's barely been an hour since the okay. last
1: combat session. The, right. There is a chance that if Amara hadn't dropped the polymorph spell, that the Archdruid okay. would still be in cat form right now.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah. So I just lost track of how many hours had passed. Okay, I can do something then. It, um, it's
1: fair. It's been two weeks since our last session.
0: It's been two weeks, so I didn't know it was less than eight hours. Yeah, there yeah. you go. That, that's <laughs>
1: an out of context score. It's been two weeks, so I didn't know it was less than eight hours.
0: <laughs> yes,
4: <laughs>
1: that's, that's one of the
4: best out of context quotes. Let's be honest,
0: <laughs> it's
1: wibbly wobbly, tiny wimey.
0: It's it kind of is. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to cast Guardian of Faith. Um, as a fourth level spell and I'm going to uh, stick that one next to the Hydra as well because that's like the biggest bad guy of the group Um, it's let's see it moves to a space within 10 feet Uh, any creature hostile to you that moves to a space within 10 feet of the Guardian first time on a turn must succeed on a dexterity saving throw creature takes 20 radiant damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a success one the guardian vanishes when it has dealt a total of 60 damage so i'm gonna stick the guardian there and this one is described as um uh let's see a gleaming sword and shield emblazoned with the symbol of your deity my deity doesn't have a symbol so it's just kind of it's a sword and shield right next to the hydra uh, okay and, it and it's 10 hours. points of
1: damage if it makes it save.
0: um let's see if i right, let me reread that The creature takes 20 radiant damage on a failed save, or half as much damage on a successful one. Is that the part? It made it
1: save, so it's taking 10.
0: Okay, it'll do something then, at least, you know. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. So I've done that, and then um, the other thing I'm going to do is actually remember to equip the shield that I have. (laughs) So I'm going to do that.
1: Well, you're not currently Ah, wrangling Paige, so you have a free arm.
0: Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so that's what I'm gonna do and
1: Okay. Speaking of page.
0: Page time, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Wanted to make sure.
3: So, let's see. Um so first thing I'm gonna do is I'm going to float because I can. Holy crap, Paige float right. There,
1: Paige there's a whole bunch gonna... of NPCs here just pointing and going,
3: She can fly, she can fly. Paige is uh reveling. She can, in fly, that. She but fly, but can fly, she can fly, she can go going to fly. uh First of all, back up. <laughs> she is going to step away, float away from the damage.
1: To to be fair, levitate is not fly. You can go up and down. You can't go left, right, forward, backward.
3: Is there anything up there that I uh, above me that I can hold stand up?
1: Um, I would say that if you go too high, I'm going to make you make a dex save to avoid flying floating magical crystals.
3: Ugh, fine. Um, Anyway, I just want to step a few steps back because, you know, I'm not a front line.
1: Well, fighter. you went a few steps up. You are out of melee combat.
3: Okay, sure. That's good enough for me. Um, but wait, I'm about to lose concentration because I'm about to...
1: It's about to be a death from above moment. But death for who?
3: Dun-dun-dun! Okay, so, as I said, I just... I'm fine with getting back on the ground and taking a few steps back. Okay. Then, I'm going to cast... Uh, told the dead on um, on Hulk man.
1: So I will tell yeah, you Hulk. that as you land and attempt to take a few steps back, you are going to invoke an attack of opportunity from one of the soggy dwarves. Which they're, one? They're sleepy? not one of the top seven. Um, they're one of the cousins. <laughs> no, uh, they're, they're sleepy, bashful, doc, grumpy, soggy. Was not one of the ones that made the cut for the movie. Um, but this one is soggy.
3: Or while I'm floating, can I transfer myself onto my? and then fly back?
1: Oh, yeah, sure.
3: Yeah, I would like to do that. Okay. I would like to transfer myself to my broomstick. Okay. Um, And then I would like to cast Hold the Dead on the Hulk thing. Okay. So it has to make a wisdom sa- saving throw of 16.
1: That's a three.
3: Okay, so I hit it for 2d12. Yeah.
1: I am ready to enter damage.
3: Nine damage.
1: Everyone's rolling really low for their damage attack.
3: Yeah, I don't know. And then I use my bonus action to cast... Hex on that mother. <laughs> um, no, no.
1: Amara's mother is someone that you don't want to cast Hex on. That, that, yes, but I want to cast person. Hex on that
3: giant Hydra. Okay?
1: Okay, you don't really know if it has any kids.
3: I don't really care. So now, anytime someone hits it, it takes an extra 1d6 of necrotic damage. Also, I choose one ability when I cast the spell for it to have disadvantage on, I want it to have disadvantage on those bites.
1: But it's so good at the bites.
3: That's why I want it to be bad at the bites.
1: It's, it's one of its favorite things to do. Fine. Yes, All five heads Fine. go... Ugh. Fine, Dad. Okay. Um, the water elemental... Uh, sorry, I gave it away. The dwarf that's very soggy that Fahim punched decides it's going to try to punch Fahim back. Uh, that's going to be a hit because that's well over 20. That is also over 20. Um, Fahim is going to take 26 points of bludgeoning damage. Oof. And, All right. Um, next dwarf is moving barrels. The next dwarf um, was holding on to chains. It drops them and starts walking over towards barrels. The other dwarf that was holding chains starts walking over towards barrels. And two more dwarves that you didn't see because they were on the other side of the pillar are also stepping into view, carrying battles and set- barrels and setting them down. Not carrying battles. Um, the-, the hydra seems to be carrying them this battle um but they seem to be focused on putting barrels into place rather than engaging in combat i'm sure everything will be fine um next thing that happens i need to read an ability to make sure i do this correctly okay now this comes from over to the side a cone of cold air goes over the dwarves that are currently moving barrels around a particularly cold cone of air um, and I'm going to have to roll a bunch of Constitution saves. What's my target number. Ew. That's a fail. That's more of a fail. That was a 6. That's a 3. Oh, that's pretty good. That's still a fail. That's a 13. That's neat. Okay, well, yeah, they, they all fail. <laughs> They're all going to take damage from that Cone of Cold. <laughs> you know what's even better? I went to set the d20 down after doing all that. It's my light up d20 that lights up every time it's a crit hit. When I set it down after we're done rolling, I set it down on the 20. Like that would have been nice. No. Uh so that is going to be 8d8 cold damage. I have to roll that in chat. I'm not doing the math for that.
2: Wow.
1: 52 points of damage.
2: Uh And these are
1: on the things that look like dwarves? Yes. Um now the one that Fahim went to punch, this one did not get hit.
2: Are the others still alive? Cuz I hope yes. not.
1: 22 points of damage should not kill them, but they look like they might be uh, very uncomfortably cold. Like the main character at the end of The Shining.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. Okay.
1: (laughs) Yes. There we go. That's unpleasant to look at. Um,
2: Yeah. I don't know why they did the shaking thing. I don't think that's in the original movie. No, no, I don't think think it is.
4: No, it's not.
1: Yeah. Well, it had to be an animated GIF for it to show up in Discord. So whatever. Um, with that said, um, the elf that cast the spell looks very familiar to Amara, because it's her mom.
4: Yay!
1: And um, Amara's mom, whose name I forget the moment because I've forgotten most things about her. Um, but Mrs. Grave Runner, Leandra, what in the nine hells? Pardon my infernal. What are you doing here? Trying to stop them from destroying the city. Okay, that's nice, but you should be safe, young lady. That's your turn.
4: <laughs> Ash. Ash will quick draw from his pepper box to his gun blade and take two swipes. Uh, that is a 24 and a 23. They hit. No,
1: I'm joking. They hit. They definitely hit. Mm-hmm.
4: Okay, they're only D8s, not D10s. <laughs> Uh, but roll better than my d tens did, so that's great. <laughs> uh, so twelve plus twelve is twenty four. Did I have that right? Um, let's say that it twelve is. plus twelve,
2: twenty four. Yeah, two twelves make twenty four.
4: You know what? I'm tipsy, and it's like almost midnight.
0: <laughs> right. Just do what you can. Still not as yeah. late
1: as the Cobalt game. True.
0: True.
1: Okay. Is that your turn?
0: Um.
4: And is that a bonus action? Uh, Yes, I'm going to use second one as a bonus action to get my some of my health back. Uh, 14 health back. Okay, Fahim, you are fighting a soggy but not. Just reminder, my gunblade is magical.
1: Well, yes, that's why you took full damage. Well, didn't take full damage. Well, you did that too. Um, that's why the Hydra took full damage. Um, Fahim, you are fighting a soggy but not frozen dwarf.
2: All right. Considering my current circumstances, I think my best bet is to use Wholeness of Body, which gives me 30 health points back, but that takes up my main action, so I'll spend a key point on my bonus action for Patient Defense, so now I basically have the dodge ability If the Soggy Dwarf attacks me again, it will attack at disadvantage. Okay. Or anything attacking me will be at disadvantage for the next round.
1: Okay. And that's my turn. Okay, it's the Hydra's turn. It's got five attacks. It's going to have them all go for Ash.
0: Would the spiritual weapon affect it? It's right next to it.
1: Um, You can have the spiritual weapon hit things, definitely. Um, but that's not going to act on
2: the Hydra's turn. Okay. Yeah, spiritual yeah. weapon isn't Guardian of Faith. Spiritual weapon's one you get oh. on your turn. Oh, but it, Wait, guardian, no, of I, guardian of Faith is also up.
0: Guardian of Faith? guardian I faith did, is yeah up. i did so guardian i i need to make yeah. a roll to that's see what, what i it's meant take... to say yeah
1: okay so what's my target okay. number for that
0: Uh um, let me find it again hang on guardian of faith okay so uh with the 10 feet of the creature okay um
1: what level spell is it
0: uh, i think i did I do looks like fourth level is what I i'm just can't... i'm
1: looking at your character sheet i'm trying to find guardian of faith so i can get the numbers yeah
0: it's in black instead of blue. There we print. go.
1: Okay, so dexterity save of 15 or higher. Um, and I rolled exactly yes. a 15.
0: You rolled it's what?
1: Got, I, I have to roll to see if it takes full damage or half damage. Okay. It made it save. It takes half damage. Okay. So it's taking additional 10. Guardian of Faith has done 20 points of damage total at this point. So it's got yes. another 40 to go before it runs out. Yep. Okay. Okay. With that done, now the Hydra is going to take five bite attacks on Ash. And it's showing a disadvantage. Don't forget,
2: Millie did that thing that gave it disadvantage.
1: Yes.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. So my
1: first roll was a seven, second roll is a 9. 7 is the lower of the 2. Uh, the bite attack is a plus 8. So does a 15 hit Ash? No. Okay. Uh, 19 and a 5. You are so minus,
4: a, you are minus a 4, yeah?
1: Oh, no. Remember, the Hydra made it save. Oh,
4: yeah.
1: Keep forgetting the Hydra made yeah.
4: it save. That <laughs> one, Chris. <laughs> I'm
1: that's sorry. A, but... But thanks to Paige, that's three out of five misses so far. I'm not going to roll that again. That's four misses. That uh, is jacked up. That is a 17. That, that hits. Okay, you take 10 points of piercing damage. Not I better than
4: last round. I healed more last
1: round, so I'm, I'm
4: still at a positive here.
1: I'm going to say that the one head that didn't manage to bite you last time is the one head that managed to bite you this time. And it's like, hey guys, this is easy! And the other head's just growl at it.
2: Good. Well, now they've all had a taste for ash blood. <laughs>
3: it's a little woody.
4: Everybody wants that tiefling blood.
2: It's it's
4: kind of
1: spicy. It. It, it, it works good in salsa. You put it on mm. chips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or crisps depending on what side of the Atlantic you're on. Moving forward, Amara, it is your turn.
4: <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Amar- so the the one that Amara's duplicate is at, is that the one that was hit with the ice blast thing?
1: Yeah, the only dwarf that wasn't hit by an ice blast was the one that Fahim is fighting.
4: Okay. Um, Amara's duplicate is going to... Put her hands on it and cast Inflict Wounds at 5th level. It doesn't sound fun. No, it's not.
1: Do I have to roll something?
4: No, I have to roll. Does a 19 hit? Yes. Okay, so that is 5th level Inflict Wounds. That's 7d10. 7d10.
1: Yes. Good. Wow. Well, these things are bloodied. There's a chance that
4: that'll kill it. So ten, twenty, twenty-five, twenty-eight. Some other. Uh, right. Okay. Math, math hearts. Uh, thirty-four, forty-two, forty-nine points of necrotic damage. It survives, but regrets everything. And as Amara's bonus action, um, the Spiritual Weapon will smash the big Hydra. Uh, it's probably going to miss. That's a 5 plus 8. It's a 13. That will miss. Okay. It was a near hit.
1: <laughs> Actually, no. Hold on. Yeah, it was a near hit. Okay. Hydras don't have a very high armor class for characters that are level 10.
4: But, okay. you know, 49 points of necrotic damage. Yeah. just clapping. <laughs> and Amara didn't you have to lift a finger; her duplicate did it for Onka Yep. Yeah. you're up.
0: Okay, um, let me see what spell slots I have left to work with here. <laughs> I'm gonna do Guiding Bolt as a fourth level on the Hydra. So I let's see, range is 120 feet. I in range. Um where do I roll. On a hit, the target takes four d6. Radiant damage. And the next attack roll made against this target before the end of your next turn has advantage. Uh, so I think I... Do I just roll a d20? Hit yep, it, it's a, you're rolling to okay. hit. Okay. <laughs> I've rolled a six. I've missed.
1: Um, well, that uh, would be plus seven, so it's actually a 13, but a 13 is going to miss.
0: Yeah, okay. So I've missed. Um, all right, that didn't work. Uh, so I'm going to... Uh, can I use the... Guardian of Faith again to hit the Hydra.
1: Uh Guardian of Faith, no, that's a passive ability at this point. Passive, but, okay. But your so spiritual weapon.
0: Spiritual weapon can work. Yes, you can make a two hit roll with that. Uh third level spiritual weapon, and I'm gonna hit whatever Hydra head I can with it. Um so that's let's see. Uh,
1: that's a D twenty roll.
0: Oh okay. Okay, that was a nineteen.
1: Okay. That definitely hits. Okay. And um, what level did you say you're using for Spiritual Weapon?
0: Uh, I did it on third level. At
1: third level? Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be, um, hmm, this is still saying 1d8 plus 3. That can't be right.
0: I don't know. It does say that when I scroll over it. I, that I should
1: know. be 2d8. For each, okay. each cast, <laughs> you, when you cast a spell using a spell slot of third level or higher, the damage increases by 1d8 for each two levels above second. For every two, oh yeah, so it is 1d8. Okay. You'd have to cast mm-hmm. it at fourth level to do 2d8.
0: Okay, well, so I do, I roll 1d8, and that's damage? you six add damage. Three, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. I okay. I got a three, plus three, so that's a six. Okay, second. six points. Okay, I'm done.
1: All right, Paige.
0: Paige.
1: Paige has chicken nuggets. <laughs>
0: Paige
3: did have chicken nuggets. They were delicious. Uh what am I doing? Have I had a turn Um, since the last time I was here? You have not. Oh, wow. Um, (laughs) What has happened Um, on my chicken nugget adventure?
1: The Hydra flailed around and only one head managed to bite Ash. The rest of them, by rolling at disadvantage, did very poorly.
3: Okay, so um, I see that Hex is a concentration spell. Does that mean that I can't attack it?
1: Oh, no, you can still attack. You just can't cast any other spells that are also concentration spells. And if you take damage, you're going to have to roll. To, to see if you keep your concentration.
3: Okay, so, like, I can keep the concentration and, like, cast poison spray at him or whatever? Oh, yeah, certainly. Okay, I just wanted to make sure.
1: Oh, also, while you were AFK, um, Amar's mom showed up and cast Cone of Cold. Oh,
3: um, by the way, I'm, I'm retconning it that I yelled, Hi, Amar, blonde mom! Okay. Uh, when I saw that. Okay. <laughs> just want that known. Um,
1: she makes a face that you are beginning to think it's just a face that non-Kenku make by default because you're <laughs> yeah, always seeing people make it.
3: Yeah, I don't get it. Uh, um, so I'm going to once again head on that buddy, Mr. Hydra Man. My caps lock is on.
1: <laughs> well, so once for, again, for Paige, I think that's canon.
3: Yeah. Hydra
1: Man, Hydra Man. So man once he again, he does Hydra a- Man
3: has to make uh, 16 wisdom saving.
1: Do you understand how wise a Hydra is? Not. Uh, well it doesn't matter because that's a nat one.
3: <laughs> okay. So I am one D two D twelve. And then plus the one D six. So thirteen altogether.
1: Okay. Anything else?
3: Uh Paige is gonna just keep hovering not where um Paige can get hit.
1: <laughs> Wise. It doesn't look like any of these beings have ranged attacks.
3: Um yeah, so Paige is happy. Where she is.
1: Okay. Um, the dwarf that's fighting Fahim has two attacks. That Disadvantage. Is... Okay. Where? Well, that means um, for its first attack, the lower of those two numbers with its bonus to hit is going to be a 13. That's a miss. And the second attack, the lower of the two, is a 16. That's a miss. Okay. Um, the other dwarves are moving much slower because they've been hit by a cone of cold, so they're going one to of be the slower.
4: That
1: What's that? Does think that Amara's duplicate is a? Um, they don't seem to be trying to engage in combat. Okay. So the the one that Amara's duplicate did incredibly large amounts of damage to, um, by doing basically a reverse heal. Uh, they
4: essentially—that's what it is.
1: Yes. They move away from Amara's duplicate without disengaging. They are still trying to carry a barrel over to the Spire. And Ellie says, Lord, that looks dire. or That book is dire. No,
4: that book is dire. Talking yeah. about the Rick- She's talking about the Rick and Morty.
1: Yeah. But still, I appreciate that Spire and Dire rhyme. So I'm taking that as being in a different context. Anyway. Um, Valid. So it is time for Amara's mom
2: to Where's come mom play. You'll remember her name eventually. No, I won't. No, I won't. <laughs> Two are the worst. Orc
3: Mom, Orc Mom.
2: I forgot my own character's mom's name. <laughs>
0: she
2: did? I mean, yeah, accurate. That,
0: yeah, that did happen. <laughs> also, I point, think
1: I. To be fair, I actually cut that part out of the recording, so that didn't go live.
4: <laughs> um, As a point, I hadn't played Amara in months, and I very quickly remembered her the character's name.
1: Well, she's your character, and you wrote the backstory. So it's going to be a bit more fresh in your head. Um, My last character I played was a Triceratops. He did not have a very detailed (laughs) backstory. Uh, But he did get to run up the tail and back of a Tyrannosaurus Rex to charge through the air and take out a helicopter.
0: It was glorious.
2: It was amazing.
1: And I succeeded.
0: (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. It was amazing.
1: Physics were were against me, but we used rule of cool. Ah, oh, I love that game. That was a good game. Um, so, in all seriousness, though, because um, back to the serious nature of Dungeons and Dragons, um, Amara's mom is going to cast Lightning Bolt because Lightning Bolt.
0: Meepo would approve. <laughs> Somewhere in the world.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, <laughs> quick question for Amara's duplicate. What happens if she happens to be, you know, too close to a lightning bolt?
4: Nothing. Okay. She's not real. She's not corporeal. Fantastic. Um, but
1: those are some saves. Two of them made their saves. One with a nat 20. And That's going to be... How much damage for a lightning bolt? 8d6. The dice are with me. Wow. Um, the one that Amara... Did well. Omar's duplicate did damage too. Uh, They're gone. Um, Good. A a huge amount of steam appears as the lightning goes through them. You do see a skeleton, and uh, when the steam fades away, you don't see a dwarf. You see an elf with translucent skin.
3: Look at those. They're being
4: controlled by the Thingamajiggy. Betrayal!
3: Betrayal! By the way, Amara's mom, like
4: the bird. Amara's
1: mom is not taking this well.
3: Betrayal! Kraken! Betrayal!
1: I'm plugging the damage in for the other dwarves. Okay, that was her turn. Ash, you're up.
4: Uh, Gonna take two more swings at the big thing. Uh, All right, that's one's a 21, one is a 16.
1: Both of those will hit.
4: Cool, the and we forgot to do this, but apparently
1: with Hex, anyone doing damage does more damage? Yes. Oh.
3: Yeah. What that's is what... that I
1: roll? It's an additional d6, I want to say. Yeah, 1d6. Will
4: I roll an extra one for last turn as well? No. That's fine. So is the, it the way it I have to it, we don't turn it...
1: back the, the clock for more than a turn.
4: No, that's fine. That's what I was just asking. Uh, yeah. Is it per attack, or is it per round? I would say per... Well, what does Hex say?
3: Okay, so Hex says do let me get back to it hex says i place a curse on a creature i can until the spell ends extra 1d6 necrotic damage to the target every hit it with an attack also,
2: every time we with hit. an
4: attack okay yep okay so that is 8 plus 5 is 13 plus 10 is 20 23 points of slashing damage piercing damage and uh 3 points of necrotic damage
1: Okay, so that's a grand total of. No res- uh, 26 if there's no resistances. All right, so um, something that hasn't really come into play because I wasn't keeping tabs for an entire round, uh, but whenever the Hydra takes 25 or more points of damage in a single turn, one of its heads dies.
0: Yay! Oh, wow.
1: How long does
2: it take to grow back? Because
1: that's kind of what Hydras are known for. Well, did this do fire damage at all?
4: Now, piercing and necrotic. Okay. Well, you'll find out. Three more grow in its place, or something like that.
0: Oh my goodness!
4: <sighs> if it's anything like the Hercules Hydra, three more is going to grow in its place. Okay. Hercules, uh, is, that, Hercules, is that Ash's Hercules. turn? Leave. Uh, regrettably, yes. Okay, Fahim,
1: uh, the dwarf you were fighting is now an elf with see-through skin that is lying on the ground.
2: All right, if it's dead, I'm going to move to the Hydra and start punching its body. Okay. Punch it in the ribs. Go for the body, go for the body. All right, let me make sure I type this command up right. And I'll be spending another key point now that I'm fighting what I think's the main villain. So a 24, an 11, a dirty 20, and a not 24, a 30. All of the, well, the 11 does
1: not hit. Everything else hits.
2: All right, and I rolled double dice for that nat 20, so that's nice. So I deal 35 damage with my magic fists. Oh, wait, don't okay. I add some necrotic too?
1: Oh, uh, a, a d6 for necrotic.
2: And oh, wait. four necrotic.
1: I'm wrong. It's
2: per hit for each attack. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I'll roll two more then. So 14 necrotic damage and 35 magical punching damage.
1: Okay, congratulations, you have killed another head.
2: <sighs> can someone burn this thing? I don't think any of us can. do fire damage.
0: I, I have only Mr. Sanctimonious
3: <laughs> was here. <laughs> the one time. It one time. is
1: the Hydra's turn.
0: Okay, so it gets hit by the... Um, Get on the guardian. Hydra's back.
1: Mm. Um, I rolled a four for its save. Which means it doesn't save versus the Guardian of Faith. It takes 20 okay, points okay. of damage. It had 17 points left.
0: Oh, the Guardian took it out.
1: Once again, once wow. again, you have defeated an opponent with a passive ability.
0: <laughs> and it was
1: proud. another clear.
0: Page it helps.
1: It dies before the end of its turn,
0: so it, none of its heads grow back. Oh, that works Page out help. really well. Oh, you're wonderful. Page helps. <laughs> Page helped. Yes.
1: Okay. Um, Amara, it's your turn.
0: What's still alive?
1: Uh there are several dwarves that are still alive. Oh, you know what? Okay. I, I, I misspoke. Fahim I got my dwarves mixed up. The one Fahim was fighting is still up. There was a different one that Amara was fighting that's down.
4: My different fighting, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: but I, I'm not going to go back and change things because my house rule. It's it's not worth it. Okay, the okay. But there are the 1, one two, that fahim three, was fighting. 4, f- there are 5 dwarves still up. The one that Fahim was fighting. How does that one look? Uh, that's the healthiest of all of them. It was not hit by a cone of, of cold of or a lightning bolt.
4: Okay. 4th uh, level gating bolt. Okay. Uh, let's use my rainbow dice. Rainbow dice did well. Uh, 15 plus 8 is 23. That's a hit. Okay. Six, 76. 26 points of radiant damage and the next attack has advantage. Okay. Anything else? Um bonus a ach- bonus action. Where's the closest dwarf to my sp-
1: You cut out. Your closest dwarf to your what? Spiritual the spiritual weapon? Um they they're equidistant, really.
4: Okay. Um I'm going to Move my spiritual weapon over to one of the dwarves and... Okay. Uh, not so good, but potential. There's uh, a 19 hit? Yes. Okay. 15 points of force damage. I rolled an 8 and a 1. That's not great. <laughs> okay. Next up is Onka.
0: Okay, so the Guardian of Faith has done 30 points of damage so far. Am I right about that? Or is it um, 40?
1: It has done 40 points of damage. 10, 10, and okay. 20. Okay,
0: so it can do... Yeah, it can do a total of 60. So can I move it to one of does the, the doors that... I don't know. Um, it doesn't specifically say I can move it, as far as I can tell. Um, I'll have a look. <laughs> yeah, I don't... It doesn't say you can yeah, move it. But it does don't I say anything
1: can't. that says it can move.
0: Okay, so it's just there, and I guess if one of the dwarves walks past it, it'll attack that, um, <laughs> I suppose, because it's got some damage left. Um, okay, so I'm going to use a 4th level guiding bolt on one of the dwarves walking around that has been hit yet. Okay. And it's got a 120-foot range, so <laughs> wherever they are, it could probably hit at least one. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, all right, so I think I roll a d20, right? Yes. It's a 14... Uh that'll hit? Plus something oh cool. Okay, so um if it hits then it's seven D six damage at fourth level. So let me get that.
4: Hold on, guiding bolt?
0: Am I right? Yeah, guiding bolt at the top says seven D six damage, fourth level.
4: Fourth level, seven D six, yes, the same yeah. thing I just did.
0: Okay, cool. Alright. Um alright, I have six D six and then roll an somebody wanna help me count this? Yep, yep. Alright, I've got a six. Yep. Four. Then. Three. Thirteen. T- two dice have twos 15, on them, and one dice has one. And then I need to roll run, 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 one more to get seven, and the, se- the last dice have two. Twenty. Dirty
4: twenty.
0: Okay. That on whatever whatever dwarf it was.
4: Okay. Yeah, um, radiant damage. So it you, is radiant
0: damage. You hit, He's a very glittery dwarf Dan.
1: Well, there's two uh, glittery dwarfs now. Yes, uh, their translucent skin is covered in glitter as they are lying in a puddle of water.
0: Ah, So that one died. That one's done. And I think I'm done with my turn.
1: Okay. Paige. Yes. It is your turn. There are one, two, three, four targets.
3: Okay. Three of Um, them are
1: next to each other. Or closest to each other. Is the
3: one who um, hit me still alive?
1: Um. I'm going to say yes. Yes, I think that's the one that Fahim was fighting.
3: So I would like to target that one with my Hex, because I can move Hex to another person once they die. Okay. So I move my Hex to Soggy. It was Soggy that she was fighting, yes. right?
1: Yeah. Yes. Technically and they're all I... Soggy, but yes.
3: Yes. But um, the one that we named Soggy. <laughs> and I would like to cast Poison Spray. So Soggy has to make a constitution saving.
1: Uh, no, Soggy does not. Immune to poison? Immune to poison.
3: Paige is furious. The hex is still...
1: <laughs> <laughs> your your is rage still gives on. me joy. <laughs> okay. it's is
3: done with this.
1: <laughs> okay. It is the dwarves' turns. Um, they are... It looks like they have stopped moving barrels into place and they are pulling out what appears to be flints and steel, and they are trying to ignite things.
2: Fahim says something that cannot be repeated in
4: chat.
0: <laughs> Page claps. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, oh, there's another
4: swear in her, her vocabulary.
0: Right, yeah. Uh, let's see. What can I do to them? It's not my turn yet, though, so I think.
4: Okay.
1: Uh, next turn is um, Amara's mom. Okay. She casts a spell. And now she's standing next to Amara, holding five flints.
0: What? Did she take them from the dwarves?
4: Please say the answer is yes. Please say the answer is yes. I don't want to have to kill my mother. Well, the dwarves are all holding
1: the steel portion of flint and steel, but not holding a flint with which they can strike the flint to the steel. Good. I'm calling that a win.
0: That was good.
4: My mother, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Nicely done. Blonde Amara's good. (laughs)
4: please have her react to that she
1: raises an eyebrow at Paige.
4: i I mean she's not wrong
1: i usually only use that spell to make sure i'm not late for work
4: yes but now you're using it to make sure these things don't blow up the city
3: hi blonde
0: amara
2: we're going to have a conversation (laughs) that bird gives everyone nicknames
0: She's been calling me Orc Mom for so long. Oh, I am not anyone's mom. mother.
2: She calls me Punch Friend. Punch Friend! I've, I've
1: only known you for less than a day, and I already know you're the mom of the group. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's I mean, obvious, it's, I she's, she's not wrong. Yeah, yeah.
1: And Fahim over here is clearly the cool aunt who buys the ridiculous toys for
4: everyone.
2: I don't have that kind of money. <laughs>
0: We're,
3: we're
4: talking in metaphors. Oh. I mean, the tiefling literally makes the cool toys for everyone.
3: Where's my gun sword?
4: Working on it.
1: <laughs> You're the one that gives them fireworks on holidays. <laughs> I'm glad there's so many clerics in our family because some fingers would not be part of anatomy for several children of mine. Otherwise,
3: I don't have fingers.
4: In fairness of the immediate family, I'm the only cleric. Yes, immediate Wait, I do. family.
3: I have undead fingers. Oh, don't show uh, them! Don't no, show up. But, you, were, no,
0: but no, you weren't a no. cleric
1: on your fifth birthday, if I recall.
0: Oh, we're getting into family drama here. Pop maybe boy, later.
2: Yeah, can we stop the dwarves can we, that like, trying maybe, to blow things yeah, up? Yeah,
0: for... like, let's target this anger at the dwarves. Priorities,
4: mother, priorities.
0: You can yell at well, each other later.
4: Okay.
1: Well, the dwarves have started walking towards um, Amara and her mother.
0: uh Oh,
1: Ash, it's your turn. Uh,
4: how far away from Ash? How far away from the dwarves is Ash? I, I would say they're about thirty feet. Okay, gonna use my movement to get within me- Well, within twenty-five feet because I have five feet. Foot- uh, and take two swings. Don't kill them. What? 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 No. Non-lethally. Oh. While I turned my head confused. Uh, uh, well, them. one was a natural twenty. Uh so the fire damage is not gonna be non-lethal because that's unavoidable. <laughs> uh the other one did miss though. Okay,
1: roll your damage.
4: Uh okay. Uh I am automatically sorry, just putting that out there. So I need forty-six. Okay, so it's seven points of piercing damage, and then from the bullets that just shot off into this thing's face, uh, oh, they all rolled very low. That's good.
1: <laughs> uh, and don't forget to add your extra D6 per D6 hit. D6 Necrotic. Because you've hit Saki, oh, no.
4: And that was a D6. Okay, um, okay, so it's seven points of piercing. It's eight points of fire, and it's six points of Necrotic. Nope, I need to roll another d8 because it was a crit. So that's 11 points of piercing. Okay. Um, Fahim.
2: So is Soggy still alive?
4: Yes.
0: Like really? Very, is he still attacking? very
4: badly bloodied. Oh, I was going to say, y'all just seen the Gumblade go off for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Bada boom. Um, Essentially.
1: So Soggy is hex, very badly burned, very bloodied, and. Walking slowly with several companions towards Amara and her mom. But can't actually be doing anything because it's not her turn.
2: All right. If I remember right, we currently have advantage on attacks against Soggy. Am I wrong on that? Um, that for
1: Hex?
2: Hex? I don't know.
1: I don't think Hex gives advantage. Hex doesn't give advantage. No, it so gives think, them disadvantage.
2: Uh. All right. I only have one key point left and based off of how bad Soggy's doing. I think I'm just going to run up to Soggy and try to punch him without flurry of blows. And I'm going to try to make this non-lethal, but... She's going to try. Doesn't mean she actually wants it to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, the 23 is a hit, and so is the 29. Roll your damage. Okay. So I'm, I'm aiming to knock Soggy out, not kill them, because Amara's mom asked us to. I am still confused okay. as to why, but yeah. Trust me, it's still Amara. Hmm.
1: Okay.
3: Why no murder?
1: Because they don't have control over their actions. It's Ugh. not their fault.
3: <laughs> Paige is going into teenage angst mode. <laughs>
1: All right, and it's not a phase work mom.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, it's the Hydra's turn. The Hydra does nothing but decompose. Amara's turn.
4: As long as the Hydra isn't growing heads, I'm happy. Can I go up to one of the one of the ones that's not hurt? Oh, they're all hurt. They are all like very not, badly. Not hurt. like really, really like the. the they are all. Of them.
1: They are all bloodied.
4: Okay, I'll go up to one of them. And this is so dumb, but I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna drop great restoration. fifth level. It gets rid of charm. No. It removes charm effects, one curse. No. Or any reduction to the target's ability score or maximum effect, and I'm going or maximum hit points, and I'm going for the charm effect if they're charmed.
3: They're not charmed. They're cursed.
4: <laughs> well, it removes one curse then, so uh. it'll do one of them.
3: Why are okay. you doing this to me? I work so hard to cast curse.
4: <laughs> No, I'm, not, I'm trying to get rid of potentially what is controlling them.
3: Yeah, but I've hexed them.
4: <laughs> no, you hexed one of them. I'm not
3: saying yes, Amara's going for them.
1: the one that's hexed. Okay. So, as you cast this spell, the water that's surrounding it, it's like it gets pushed away from the elf that is the chewy Center. And you see it clearly not a dwarf. You can see they're an elf. You can see that their skin is see-through. You're having some bad recollections of what that's like. Yep. And they look at you. Their eyes... Their eyes would look like they were wide anyway, because, you know, see-through skin. Not good. They put their hands up to the sides of their head, fall down to a fetal position, and start screaming.
0: I look at Orc Mom and
3: yell silence.
0: (laughs) That's not going to really solve the problem, though. Um... But annoying! <laughs> I give you that look, like, and? <laughs> what have you just been doing? <laughs>
1: you have given them resistance against annoyance.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: it's like building up resistance to Iocane powder.
3: Is it my so, turn?
1: Yeah.
4: Um, I don't know. As a bonus action, I want one of the other... one. Of, I want my, uh, what's it called? Duplicate to run up to the other one and try and distract
1: Okay. Um, well, you won't know how well that does, because it's not their turn yet. Onka.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I actually have a plan to help. Who knew? Oh
2: my gosh.
0: <laughs> um. Okay, so I'm not supposed to kill them. Uh, I don't know if I have anything that can actually help any of them. I mean, I have a water skin, but it holds four pints of liquid. It's going to help one of them for a short span of time, maybe. Well, uh, the
1: others that are moving are still surrounded by water that is aiding in their attacks. It's just one of them is yeah. on the ground screaming, holding okay, their head. Okay,
0: I don't know if I can do anything with that one. Uh, okay, Let's see. What
1: that one I is do? effectively out of combat.
0: Yeah, that one's not going to be doing anything. Uh, what do you mean? Sorry. <laughs> um, I don't know what I do. I can't do that again, by the
4: just adds uh,
2: up, I can't do that again. Okay. That was my
4: last fifth level.
0: Okay.
2: We have had three fights without a long rest.
0: We have, yeah. Um, <laughs> Amara's had a long rest, and that was my last fifth level. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, well,
2: you didn't
1: have a long rest. You got the effectiveness of a long rest. Deus Ex Regal.
0: I have Deus no ex idea ex what Rigel. to do with any of these. I mean...
1: You can hold your turn.
0: Yeah, I'm going to do that, because I have no idea what to do that won't kill them. Or that will help them. I don't think I have anything, so I'm just going to okay. hold my turn.
1: Uh, Paige, it is your turn.
0: Okay, one
3: second. I'm just looking up something. Awesome. So, Paige is still like, oh, I can't murder. That's mother.
1: classic Page.
3: <laughs> so, I do go down, and I throw my Staff of the Python on the ground to make a giant constrictor snake, and I sell it to grapple one of the ones that is not screaming.
1: Okay. So how's it going to make a grapple roll? Uh,
3: let's see. I'm looking at it. Um, I guess it would be Constrict. Yeah, that would be it, right?
1: I'm frantically trying to get your character sheet to load.
3: Um, this is what it says for Constrict.
1: On your turn, you can mentally command the snake. If it's within 60 feet of you and aren't incapacitated, you can decide what action it takes. To... I'm not seeing the rules for exactly how this is going to work properly.
3: The staff becomes a giant constrictor snake under my control. On-
4: yeah. Um, so it makes a melee attack, and then the creature is grappled
3: to, const- to constrict. And I okay,
4: give me an attack grow- roll. Okay. It's plus six
3: on it. Plus, so it's a one d 20, 20 plus six. plus
4: six. Okay. Kuth got a twenty one. And okay. it
1: does two d eight plus four damage. I'm not going to bother with the rolling for this because we're right at the end of this episode. We've been recording for over two hours now.
3: Yeah, uh, and also, I don't on. really want to hurt it. I just want to contain. It's
1: it's not yeah. going to be lethal damage, and I rolled a two. Uh, So, yeah, you definitely grappled one of them. So, there's one on the ground Paige screaming. There's one on the ground um, in the loving yeah. embrace of a boa constrictor, and they don't like it very much.
3: Paige helped. I'm,
1: in my headcanon, I imagine when Paige says that, she nods sagely.
3: Uh, Yeah, definitely nodding, and the hedgehog is... <laughs>
1: Can I just smack one of these things up the other one on the head to knock it out? I mean, um, if you get another turn before the end of the session, yes, Um, but it is uh, going down the list here. I'm going to say that um, Amara's mom casts a spell and the remaining dwarves slash elves slash water elementals, whatever stats we're going with here, um, walk into an invisible wall. That seems to be encircling them, not unlike a fifth-level spell
2: called Wall of Force. If it keeps them from exploding the barrels, I'm willing to call that good. They don't seem to be much of a threat outside of the barrels. Right,
0: right. I guess. Well, they're contained now. What do we do?
2: Get the town guard.
0: They're gonna need some, like, help, though. At least the one on the floor screaming. Amara, on how did flight. how did you how did you get better from this?
4: Uh, my god fixed me, literally. Um, I would like to kneel down and do a third level uh, cure wounds on the one that's screaming. Okay. Um, Twelve plus four. So a lot. (laughs) Sixteen.
1: Okay. Uh, They're not screaming. Now they're kind of whimpering. And what you can pick out from their whimpers are, what have I done?
2: It wasn't your fault. Another being was literally controlled.
4: But what did?
3: That you?
2: doesn't always matter.
3: But what? What did you do? Who? Paige is like looking at him. Who? Who did this? What things have done?
1: They look right up at you, Paige, and they say, "The Kraken." The
0: Kraken! Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where
1: we're gonna end it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you everyone for playing. Thank you everyone for listening tonight. I've been joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Chris. Ellie's been hanging out in chat. Jen, Millie, Eric's hanging out in chat. Cindy, let's do a few quick plugs. Chris has a fortnightly recorded podcast, com. They do talk about World of Warcraft, but they talk about a wide variety of other games as well. Uh, Jen has a blog and podcast. You can get that at bookofjen.net. Millie streams on twitch.tv slash magicalmillie. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Gaming. Help us keep the lights on. You can join other Luster's patrons, including Chris, Cindy, Ellie, and Eric. And until next time, this is Crash saying, Betrayed! The Kraken! Good night, everybody.
2: Good night.